Welcome to this week's uh, This Is Rayleigh podcast. Uh, today I'm going to be joined uh, by James Newport uh, and we're going to be covering various topics about property, mainly about the overdevelopment of Rayleigh, um, a new development of flats that's uh, been discussed recently uh, on the old Dairy Crest site, uh, along with a few other things. So today uh, I'm speaking with James Newport. James, I'll let you introduce yourself. Yeah, Nick. Hi, I'm uh, James Newport. I'm a district councillor for Downhall and Rawriff and a Ray Town councillor that represents Victoria Ward. Um, and um, I'm a member of uh, the Rayleigh Liberal Democrat Party. Fantastic. So, so today we're, we're going to cover a little bit um, about the property market in the town, particularly over development. Now, I know, James, your feelings are quite strong on this. Um, but particularly one of the posts that you put up recently about the Dairy Crest site. Um, what's sort of happening now? Yeah, so um, there's been an application submitted um, for the Dairy Crest site. And event, if people don't know where the Dairy Crest site is, it's uh, the site that's behind uh, Superdrug um, and behind Lynx Nightclub. Um, or what was Lynx Nightclub, which is now a gym. Um, and there's proposed uh, development there of 35 um, dwellings. Well, so it's 14 one-bedroom apartments, I guess. I think that's what you call them now, Nick, uh, to get the best value, best amount of money for them. Names. <laughs> I think most commonly flat, but yeah, some people tend to call them apartments to Americanize it a little bit. Yeah, and uh, 21 two-bed flats. So that's so a total of 35 um, properties there. That's that's interesting that they've done 14 one beds because for from. My experience, I mean, when I worked at the previous agency I was at before I am where I am now, um, we dealt with the flats that were above Iceland. So, you know, the ones that used to be offices and they converted them into flats. Yeah. There was eight flats there. There was four two beds and four one beds. Um, and the one beds were a nightmare to get rid of. Um, the two beds went incredibly quickly. Um, and I think that's mainly because of the demand for two beds. But the, the one beds lingered around for quite a while. And then I remember seeing the one beds that were converted above Mr. Sim's sweet shop. Um, there was some flats that were um, were converted. I don't know whether that was offices originally up there, but they converted them into one beds. And um, they pretty much worked their way through most of the agents in town before selling. Um, so, you, so you would say the demand for one beds, uh, Nick, is quite low, far, would you? Far lower, far lower. Because um, yeah. the thing is, when you buy one bed, you, you buy one bed property. If it's just a single occupant or a couple, for argument's sake, um, you know that that's absolutely fine. But as life goes on, and if they decide to start a family, they can't. They're so restricted there. But also space for guests and things like that. It, it's just a very one beds are very hard to sell. Um, and yeah. if, if I had ten two beds and ten one beds, I can guarantee the ten two beds would be gone before three one beds are gone um it's it's that much of a demand for two beds um which is well i think there's demands for flats in general in Rayleigh. i mean i was looking at uh, some figures on the software that i use um now this is just going on land registry 
So I do understand that there are some properties that are not registered on land registry at the moment, um, particularly sort of our bungalows where the occupant's been there for, you know, 50, 60 years. Um, but it's given me a figure of 13,662 properties in Rayleigh, of which 12,085 uh, 12, of them are, are houses um, and 1,577 are flats, which is given an 11.5% ratio um, or 11.5%, sorry, of the total property quantity of rail, if you like, are, are, fl are flats, um, of which 858 of them are conversions of some form and 790 of them, uh, 719 so, are purpose-built. So, Nick, there, um, if I could just interrupt you there, yeah. okay, with, with the demand for flats, now, I often hear from residents and they say, well, we you know this is what i do here quite often is that well we need somewhere for our kids to live and you know where are our kids going to move yeah. to now looking at the looking at the those sorts of numbers of of uh flats in Rayleigh, what is the average price of a flat in in um Rayleigh, nick so and the, you know the average price at the moment for a flat is 214,637 um, is what the, the average price of a flat is at the moment. Now, then prices have gone up about 2.5% over the last 12 months. Um, in the last five years, it's gone up nearly 30%. And in the last 10 years, it's gone up 53%. So it's a, it's a massive increase in prices there um, on flats. Um, but yeah, the, so, the average is, say, say 250 So Nick... Are, pe are people buying them as buy-to-lets or, you know, are, do you, how, what is the makeup yeah. of this? You know, are, they, are, is, is, is this where people are getting their foot onto the housing ladder or are they just being sold as investment opportunities? Well, most, most of them was investment until the um, government changed the stamp duty for landlords. And the only way to, I can describe it is like we had this tap of landlords where you would get the smaller properties, the two bed flats and even, you know, some two bed houses that landlords would snap up very quickly. And unfortunately, first time buyers were losing out at that point dramatically because of uh, investors. Since they, since they changed the rules as to uh, second home stamp duty, we noticed that that tap got turned off and almost overnight the landlords dried up because the amount, uh, the amount of years they would need to rent that property out to pay back the stamp duty that they paid just doesn't make it worthwhile investment. So you find that the landlords are backing off um, somewhat now. So I would say the majority of house sales now, and I, I would be confident to, uh, confident to say in the 90-something percent um, will be just to normal um, people looking to reside in that property, not investors. So... Uh, so I know you're not a mortgage advisor, Nick, but so what what sort of money are people looking at to put deposits down for the these properties as a first time uh, buyer? First time buyer, I mean, let's say say it's not new, it's just a standard two bed flat that comes up and there's various mm -hmm. sites around Rayleigh these can come up. If the average price at the moment is sitting at two hundred and fifteen thousand, they're gonna need about ten percent. So when we look at that, they're gonna need twenty one and a half thousand in deposit. They're going to need um, about £1,500 in solicitor fees. Um, they're not, thankfully now, because they changed the rules on the stamp duty again, they don't have to pay stamp duty up to 300000 So there, there won't be any uh, any stamp duty due at all there. 
but they're, they're still going to need, um, you know, 23,000 fine. And that's not including broker fees. When you start including broker fees, I mean, we're looking closer to 24,000. Um, but 24,000, um, they're still going to need to be earning enough per year to be able to qualify for the for the remaining 90%. Um, so it is it is tough. It is very tough for them at the moment. Yeah, certainly, certainly sounds like it. So, uh, bank of mum and dad. That we're seeing that uh, more often. Um, we had a offer placed forward this weekend, just gone, where the mum and dad were paying for the stamp duty and paying for the uh, solicitor fees and the estate agent fees as a gift to the daughter to enable her to take that next step in on the property ladder, so to speak. So, I think you, you know, if people who are taking that next step need the bank of mum and dad, then first-time buyers are certainly going to need that bank of mum and dad, um, particularly with, with the way prices are going. I mean, 12 months, 2.5%, 2.5% doesn't sound a lot, but the, the market is a lot quieter now than what it was 12 months ago. So 2.5% in today's market is still quite an increase. And when we look at, if you look at flats, the next, the next property up or next affordable property up from that will be a two-bed terrace, for argument's sake. Now, terrace properties in the last 12 months, they've only gone up 1.2%. So flats have gone up twice the amount of a terrace property. That, that, show, that alone shows a demand for it. Wow. Yeah, so, yeah, so it certainly, uh, certainly there, is some de- there is a demand there for, for flats, then, you'd say, I'd, yeah? I'd definitely say that there's a fl- the demand for flats, definitely. Um, I think it is needed, but I think they've got to be well thought out. Then ones above the shop in Iceland, I don't, although the flats were lovely um, and the guy that um, renovated them done it up to a really good standard and they were a good size, the parking wasn't thought about very well. Um, so the parking is actually at the back of Iceland and you've got these bays and they've got these um, sort of metal bollards, if you like, that are really restrictive on space. So I think that the demand's there for flats, but they've got to think about the parking aspect. I mean, if we look at prices of flats, um, the cheapest flat to have sold in Rayleigh recently um, was number six Dobson Close, which uh, is a two-bed flat. Now, that completed in March, and that's at 140000 um, So that's a pretty good price um, for a two-bed flat. Yeah. On the other end of the scale, the most expensive flat to have sold in the last 12 months is Flat One Lakeside, which sold at three hundred and twenty-five thousand. Oh yeah, well, is that is that one of those new new it flats is, down yeah, there? It is. They're, yeah, it they're, is. They're stunning. The the way they've done them, they do look beautiful. Overlooking the lake, very nice. Good location for the station. Um, they're incredibly expensive, and you can kind of tell that they're expensive because very similar to a number of flats in Rayleigh, they've kind of worked their way through every single agent in uh, around. Um, in trying to sort of see if another agent can shift them. Um, and they've changed agent again. They're now with a Leon C agent, but they're incredibly expensive. When you think £325,000, that's nearly three bed semi money. Um, yeah, you're into a house territory there, aren't exactly. you? So that's, that's massively expensive. So when we look at these ones at Dairy Crest that they're talking, um, yeah. 35 flats, I mean, if we're saying on average 215000 just to kind of even it out, um, I mean, that's going to be a massive amount of uh, money to be made there. But one, is the parking going to be well thought out? Um, Because I think that's quite important. 
interesting you you mentioned parking nick because um we've obviously uh we've published the details of the application as as the council do um it's public information and it's available on the uh, roxford district council website and we've published um we we've published that application as well on our online focus.org um website and um published that to facebook for people to comment on just to get a sort of feeling of, of what people think and um you know because we are we do take into consideration what residents um think on these applications and you know they may see something that we don't you know and uh, i i personally don't sit on the development committee uh Rochford district council but two of my colleagues do um and going back to the parking issue uh, this application only comes in with 21 car parking spaces 20, and 21 so i'm assuming the two beds get the get the parking then well the the thing is the thing is nick is that essex county essex county council the parking standards for that we that we go by are one per one bed and two per two bed and that equates to 56 spaces so there's a huge shortfall in car parking spaces here. Yeah. You know, there's, there's less than 50% of, of what there should be. I mean, they've thrown in 35 uh, cycling uh, spaces, you know, for good measure, yeah. which is, is welcome because, you know, we've obviously got the issue with air, air pollution and the uh, air quality management area in Rayleigh Town Centre. Um. Uh, yeah, or a bet that we haven't got any cycling lanes or, you know, uh, in Rayleigh and cycling could be seen as quite dangerous in circumstances, certain circumstances for some residents. But, you know, I I think often I've seen with, with applications is comments from council officers saying, well, we've, you know, they've, we've got public car parks, but where do we go when those public car parks are full? Because residents are then parking in. How is the town centre, you know, going to continue to accommodate people wanting to shop in the town? Well, that's what happens in Webster's Way, isn't it? Um, that you've got the block of flats um, next to Webster's Way car park, and they they tell the residents to park in Webster's Way car park. Yeah, and the, and the, and the thing is, uh, you know, the car parking spaces in Rayleigh are finite. It's not an infinite amount of car parking spaces we've got we've got we we also need to remember that we've got the same situation occurring um by mark suspensers where the application there has been approved for i, I think it was 40 plus flats you know again we've not enough um car parking spaces i believe and the same you know situation parking the public car parks of course the council are quite happy for um these the, the, these property owners to park in their their spaces because they're going to have to pay, yeah. you know. And car parks for the for the district council are a cash cow, you know, making over over a million plus per year for the council, you know. So ridiculous amount of money. Yeah, it's a huge amount of money that that they generate from car parks, and you know, to me, it this is overdevelopment. It's a clear case of overdevelopment. They shouldn't, you know, 35 uh, dwellings and not enough parking. So they'll need to, in my view, is reduce the number of dwellings. You know, also comments from residents about 
the access to the to that site. Yeah. Um, you know, coming out onto that mini roundabout um, at the end of Eastwood Road there, um, you know, and it's already a very congested part of our town. Yeah. So, you know, do you do you think it's overdevelopment, Nick? Or um, you know, would you? Be? I, I think Rayleigh needs flats. I do think Rayleigh needs flats. I think particularly for the lower end of the market, being the first time buyers, that there has to be, um, you know, there's no secret that the population is growing, you know, on on a daily basis. And unfortunately, then people have got to have somewhere to live. And I, I think that flats, flats are required. And when you look at most developers, they don't tend to build flats. I mean, when you look at like the development on Downhill Road, for argument's sake, they put them um, whopping great big houses. There's four of them there on Danhill Road and Hambro on that junction. Um, you know, four great big houses there. You've got the ones on Victoria Road. There's a load there. Um, there's houses being dotted everywhere, but there's not many flats that get built. So I, I think there does need to be flats, but I think they need to be a lot better thought out. Um, mm. I think particularly, you know, when I go back to that, um, the conversion above Iceland, um, there was one flat per, uh, one parking space per flat. And although, I still don't think that's enough. And I completely agree with the one space for one beds and two spaces for two beds. Um, there wasn't enough parking for eight flats. There was no visitor parking bays and they were incredibly small bays. So I think, you know, they could lose a couple of them flats and accommodate for a bit more parking. Um, and if they I were think- to do that, it would, it would balance that out. It, there needs to be a bit more of a balance there. I mean, there was a... Yeah. And I think you're right, Nick. I could suffer the uh, I could suffer the reduction in parking spaces. Say if there is at least one space for every flat, yeah. um, you know, because you know not everyone's got two cars. But then there also does need to be visitor car parking spaces because people do visit, yeah. you know, and, and you you do need to accommodate visitors. Mm. It just parking causes so many issues, regardless on any you look at all the new estates birds estate you know the one over in hall road people are already complaining over there about parking you know um Where? birds estate as 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 um had loads of um yellow lines put down because obviously people park there for the station yeah. and i think that's good because they're like the yellow lines they're incredibly hot on them um and <laughs> i think that that's good for the to stop people parking there for the station but I don't think it's fair on those that are coming to visit residents that live on, you know, for argument's sake, Kettrell Grove. But um, I mean, wh- when you think so that they've allowed um, 21 parking spaces, so they're short of 14 parking spaces, then 14 have got to park in a public car park um, because they, yeah. they can't park on the streets, the high street, they can't park there. So they're going to need to go to the public car parks. The nearest one's going to be Webster's Way. And could you imagine? A, a day when it's chucking it down with rain, you've been at work for nine hours and you turn up back in Rayleigh, you have to park in Webster's Way car park um, and then traipse from there to your flat. Um, you know, nobody expects to do that sort of walk to get to their car. And not only that, is the car safe in the car park overnight? Um, I, I wouldn't want to leave mine in the car park overnight like that. We can we can go down the route of the CCTV not being in the uh, car parks anymore, you know, yeah. with that. And, you know, the, are they safe? I think it was safe mark car parks. I don't think they are anymore. No. So, no. like you say, I mean, 
a lot of people now, they don't have cheap runarounds. They're expensive cars. Would you want to leave your car in there overnight? I certainly wouldn't. And I certainly wouldn't want to leave my car there and have to walk over to the flat. When you think of the distance there, um, well, you know, and doing that every morning, every night. I know, I know it's not too much of a distance, but it's not going to take long. During the summer, it'd be fine. But during the winter, when it's chucking it down with rain and it's freezing cold and it's dark, that's going to be an awful, awful trip. This is this is quite an interesting um, way we're we're going on on this, Nick, because um, this will take us nicely over into the community safety aspect and and the type of crime in Rayleigh, which is for that for another another session, I yeah, believe. Definitely. But I've seen I have seen some uh, details, you know, of the types of crime, and you know we need to bear this in mind, you know. Young young people walking from Webster's Way to their flats, night time, dark, come home late. You know, is it safe? Yeah, you know? it's, I, I don't think that's a good idea. But I do think Rayleigh does, it does need flats. It needs more of them mm. if they're designed well. I mean, one of the um, better developments of flats in Rayleigh, I would say, is Sovereign Court, which is down at the bottom of Weir Gardens. Um, that's quite a nice development because it doesn't look too much like a block of flats it's got a nice block paved parking area there's a nice bit of greenery around it and it's just generally a, a sort of pleasant location and i think you know if they, if they uh, can create flats to that sort of standard um really definitely needs it for that first time buying market but it does need to be a bit more thought about in the parking um and i know i did see on your post you know people start renting about is suddenly all these new cars on the road um and it seems to be a bit of a, a hot topic. Everyone suddenly thinks that, you know, 35 flats, it means there's going to be another 70 cars on the road. Um, but my argument to that is most of them are already on the road because a lot of the people that are going to buy them flats, the majority are going to be first-time buyers um, who undoubtedly live in the town or very close to the town at the moment. So that, that car is simply relocating from one address to the other. Um, the the other thing with this block of flats as well is do do we know is there any shared ownership in them? Do we do we know anything about that? This is uh, again this is something that um, affordable housing does come up with these things, and I've seen um, in applications again. Uh, I'll use the Marks and Spencers one for example that that the the council do have a policy of thirty five percent. Uh, affordable housing but that was reduced you know the number of affordable was reduced i can't remember the, the specific numbers and this development here i think that uh i can't re remember from the top of my head but i i think the affordable housing was 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 nil wasn't it well i, I mean um, have they got any have they like um Public really uh, publicly released any sort of excuse as to why they're dropping that uh, dropping that level because I think I mean affordable housing I, I think is a bit of a mixed message as to what that is um, I'm under the impression it's council properties so to be housed by council tenants um, which I know Rochford don't do that they pass it over to sanctuary but um, to to house tenants in that are currently on the waiting list with the council. Um, but I think some of these need to be sort of shared ownership um, because shared ownership, there's a massive shortage of shared ownership. And that, that's the other thing. It's appealing to first-time buyers, 
because it's on the lower end of the market and it's flats. Um, shared ownership also appeals to the first-time buyers. If they're not earning enough to be able to afford a mortgage on a £215,000 flat, um, you're kind of snookered because it, if you can't get a mortgage for that amount, what do you do? And the only other option, uh, you either go into generation rent where you're going to end up paying someone else's mortgage and not having enough to save up for a deposit, or you're going to end up having to save over a much longer period of time to get that deposit together, um, or you go into a shared ownership scheme. And I'm, I know the development that was built a few years ago, it wasn't that long ago, I'm sure it was only like five years ago on Hockley Road, um, uh, that was built by Sanctuary, and their shared ownership. Now, we marketed one of them, um, and we put it on the market, and the phone went nuts. Like, literally, there was people back-to-back viewings there was phone calls constantly for it so that there's a massive demand for shared ownership um because there are a lot of people that can't afford that full price i'm just just going back to this uh application in it and it looks like they're um they they're proposing just two affordable flats in there Hmm. so you know that's that's nowhere near the 35 percent and i have because I just think it's absolutely ridiculous. You know, the policy states 35%. And I just I, I just think the, developer, the developer's just got a cheek, you know. To, to, it's an insult to residents. Yeah. That's what I think. They, if, if it's 35% um, what affordable, they should be offering the 35% affordable. Yeah. If, 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 it's not, if, if it's not a viable scheme, it's not a viable scheme without the 35%. I mean, we can't you know, we can't just say, well, we'll accept it, you know, and, and be done with it because that's not fair to, to residents. You know, we, we need the affordable flats to enable shared ownership, um, you know, lower cost housing for people, you know, because otherwise people are going to have no chance of getting on the property ladder. So that's, that's 10 flats. Um, yeah, that's why, that's why I'm saying Nick too is an insult yeah. you know and so anyway so i do believe nick i'm right in saying that that listeners can actually um send a message in about oh, this yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, yeah. So, and, and we can we can discuss this further in the next podcast yeah, yeah that's absolutely fine so if, if anyone wants to send a message in you can either um, drop a comment on the post that this will be in or send us a direct message. If you don't want to do it on a public forum so people can see, you can um, drop us a, a message directly to the inbox for This Is Rayleigh. And um, if you wish to be anonymous, then please let us know. We won't mention names. Um, but no, there's there's numerous ways they can contact us. So uh, if anyone actually wants to look at this, um, the Dairy Crest application, so that there is actually a reference if you go on to the rochford uh rochford.gov.uk the reference for this specific application is 19 forward slash 00335 forward slash full f-u-l and you you can find out all the details and you know you can put your own official comment on because one thing that i do remind residents is that when they post on Facebook comments, those comments don't get seen by anyone, um, you know, in an official capacity. You know, they, they're seen by us as counsellors or, what, you know, those of us that are on social media, but they're not seen by all the members of the development committee. So if you think it's a good 
or a bad development. What I'll do as well is I'll put a um, I'll copy the link and I'll drop the link to that planning reference uh, in the description for this uh, for the yeah. podcast, just so people can access that. Um, but it, good or bad, it would be good to hear some thoughts on it, whether people are for and against it. Me personally, I'm for it, providing they sort that parking issue out. Um, I think if they sort the parking issue out, then great. It's it's a good. Um, it's a good thing for Rayleigh and it's certainly a good investment for the developer to be doing that and giving that to to the uh, the market that so much needs it at the moment in Rayleigh. Um, but yeah. uh, that, well, I think that I think that's the thing, Nick, is that you know, it, it, for some people it will be a good development. Other people will say say it's going to add to the congestion. It's going to add to a shortage of doctors' spaces, mm-hmm. schools. Yeah, you know. And it goes on, doesn't it? Yeah. And and just quickly going back to this car parking thing, which for me is a big thing. We, you know, we're often told, you know, public transport, public transport, public transport. But you know, we've got one of the bus companies are pulling out of providing uh, nationally, I believe, of uh, um, uh, of public transport. We got, you know, the trains. We're already got over overcrowded trains, and we got and unreliable train service you know it's the bane of pe- the commuters lives i believe um for personally i you know i don't travel on the train anymore but you know it, it it's not good you know it's not good for people um and i always think at the moment the motor car rules you know and car ownership isn't gonna go away it's it's not and i think the the thing is with um particularly properties where they've bought it the full you know the full price marketing price that's quite a high price it's very rare that somebody well i say it's very rare but it's not common for one applicant to be able to buy that property on their own so the chances are there's two applicants both of which will be working full time um and both of which will need to commute to their place of work and if if they both drive um yeah, it's always going to be the preference. You know, on them days, like I say, when, when it's dark and it's rainy and it's cold, nobody wants to take that trek down to the station. I admire people that do. Um, I certainly wouldn't do it. But there's plenty of people that you see in that sort of weather that are still doing that walk to the station. Um, and I, I can see why people favour cars. Um, and that's not going to change. Part in shot from me. The total number of spaces in in the in Rayleigh's public car parks are seven hundred and thirty spaces, and it's not that many, is it's it? Not that many. And one of the things that confuses me about that is that uh, there's quite a few. Um, and naturally, I'm going to sound so biased when I say this, but there's quite a few estate agencies that have multiple vehicles because of what job they do, but they have to use them public car parks. Um, um, yeah. So you find that a lot of them spaces, not not just the state agents, but other traders as well, have to park somewhere. So one, if if there's only seven hundred and thirty spaces, which isn't a lot at all, you kind of got to deduct a percentage off of that for people that work in the high street to park somewhere. Um, so it's it's not a lot of parking spaces at all. And if you start taking, um, you know, there's fourteen spaces missing that's one space per flat on that development let's say they have two cars there's 28 spaces well that's another 28 spaces out of an already small number well there you go nick so you know is there room in our public car parks or do these developments need to have parking to, to 
sustain the level of uh, car ownership. Well, I think that's a perfect bit to leave it at. Um, we'd, yeah. we'd love to hear your thoughts. Like I mentioned earlier on, you can either drop a comment below, you can send us a, a message, um, or you can email uh, hello at thisisrayleigh.co.uk. Um, and on the next one, uh, what are we covering on the next one, James? Hopefully that we'll be covering uh, community safety, which I know is a very hot topic for residents at, at, at the moment. Yeah. Well, um, a lot of the time, actually. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. yeah. So hopefully we'll have some uh, we'll, we'll have some special guests on, you know, who know a lot more about community safety than I do. So. Fantastic. Right. No problem. Well, I appreciate your time today, James, going for all of that. And um, yeah, until the next time.